Well, just at the start here, I'll, I want to flag this as a bit of a dad thing, right, mm. that I've started doing. I suppose it's probably a question whether it's dad or just odd. So we've got this old knife block in the in the kitchen, right? All right. I'm interested. <laughs> this this knife block's been superseded by flashier, sharper knives mm. that we bought with flybys points, but that's a separate issue. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling all this of these things. This is very dad. Happen. Yes, we're very I'm dad at the moment. All yep. of these things, right? <laughs> just to keep the flybys as dry powder for the moment. But I've just taken to scratching my back with the knives on the on the old knife block because they're so old and crap and dull anyway. <laughs> but that's I'm scratching my back, and you know, from what I can tell, it's not it's it's fairly unlacerated. From what I can tell, my my but, question is always: take us through the first time you decided to scratch your back with a knife. <laughs> Well, I was walking around looking for something to scratch my back with, and there was yeah. nothing there. And yeah. I looked around the kitchen, and you've got a spatula plastic. somewhere. Yeah, but plastic, man, that's not yeah. satisfying. It's too much give. There used to be the, the old. Um, do you remember the old spaghetti strainers? The metal spaghetti strainers. Yeah, yeah, like we got one of them. Holes. Yeah, uh, they're one. pretty good. I blew up at my family tonight for that exact reason. Like I was sitting there. Post meal, and I said, Oh, can you scratch my back? And the wife goes, oh, I had to cut my nails today because she just come back from camping and everything. I had to cut my nails today. I said, Oh, Tilly, can you come scratch my back? Nah, I started chewing my nails down. No one had any nails in my house, and George tried to do it. He's got nothing. And I said, <laughs> what, What's the point of you people? Yeah. Do you know how long I spent cooking this meal for you? All I want is my back scratched. It didn't happen. Come and get me a knife. <laughs> you mentioned who it's a knife block. Well, you mentioned metal spatula though, and that's just the metalness that attracted. There's no, there's not as much give. Yeah, and it was long. <laughs> um, so there you are. I don't know. I'm not getting the feeling that you think that's good dad areas. That's just what are you doing areas. I don't know. I think you need to reach for the out. hygiene more than yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing. Like no one else uses knives, but I don't feel like <laughs> we've got this lovely knife, knife block. With knives which don't get used. Yes. Now you've got back scratching knives, basically. (laughs) Yes, skin scrapers. No one touch my scratching block. Well, that's the thing. I don't don't think anyone will touch it. I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm scratching my back with it. I'm fairly sure (laughs) that no one uses it. Now you're going to find out that someone's been cutting garlic with someone comes around and says, oh, can I? That's it, yeah. Yeah, here, yeah. Dad, I cut up a mango for you. Have some of this. <laughs> what knife did you use? No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know we had shaved parmesan. Look <laughs> <laughs> oh. have you put katana on your Christmas list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as I get older and my mobility gets worse, the, the blades have to get longer. <laughs> I just want to see... I oh, hope you get one that's got one of those little plastic hands on the end. Of it. Yeah, you have got a Rambo Bowie knife for Christmas. I've got. I had one of those that broke. Oh. The kids played with them. Oh, guitar or a little plastic hand? No, the little plastic hand scratcher. Yeah. Oh, what boring. if they got you sort of like a a less intensive, but like like a, I guess half half a human size cheese grater, but like you know less intensive. Yeah. So you could just, you know, how much of a scratching you need, 
So you'd be like know. the cat just oh, rubbing so your back handle. up against. Yeah. Oh, you put it against the wall. So no, no, it's like it's big. It's you know, it's cast iron. I don't know you how just... easy it is to say. Look, I've got an idea for you to get me for Christmas: <laughs> half a human-sized cheese grater for my Mac. <laughs> but not not a proper cheese grater. It's got I've seen have... one on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. It's got to right. be pretty weak. It needs to be dull. Okay. Yeah, you can't be you can't be taking. Don't give me a sharp one. No. You want to see Dylan out in the yard with the rocks, <laughs> just scrubbing it on What was meant to be a quick, yeah, potentially weird question has become a deep analysis. <laughs> I'm going to have to shell those cheese graters. What else do you expect? Half humans are cheese graters. Look, what, what are you saying? What are you? What are you saying, Ben? I can't say anything without without expecting <laughs> no. a forty uh, minute much. conversation. You can't ask a question without it. Taking it too seriously, I guess. Because right. we could have just said, right. no, that's weird, moving on. Yes, it's dad pants. <laughs> Sorry, too much energy. Um, yes, dad pants. What's this? What's this? Is it Christmas? I don't think it's Christmas. This must mean there's more episodes than our, than our two per year that we flagged. That's weird. But welcome, hopefully. <laughs> Stu here and the pants panel. Obviously, the pants panel. It's Ben. Hello, Ben. Hello, Stu. It's Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello. It's Rich. Hello, Rich. Hello, all. Oh, yes. And look, there's a bit to get into this episode. So we might just get going straight away. I've got a tissue issue I was going to ask you about quickly. Matt said he had some dad news. Hmm. Um, we've got some holiday dad talk. I've been on holidays. Rich has been on holidays. I've got some questions to ask. And we've got a listener question. Hmm. Oh, baffling. Which, um, <laughs> you know, took us all by surprise. I don't think, um, I don't think that's... Out of line to say, but we'll get we to that. We had a listener, or they asked a question. <laughs> I think both well, of those. Why things. not both? Yeah. yeah. Um, but listen, Angry Dad came out a bit tonight. Oh. And I think it's important that you know when we're here and we're talking to each other and we're being each other's dad comfort, support people. I suppose that we admit when these kind of things happen. And I guess. It will make me feel better, which is obviously the most important thing, to know whether you agree with me and that it's something worth getting upset about or whether I should just, you know, I can't as is usually this. the case, as is usually the case. I love a question that starts with, am I right for getting upset about this? <laughs> yes. I mean. <laughs> but isn't that just what dad questions are 90% of the time? Pretty much. Right. Okay. Sorry, Buckland, I am mm. going to ask you, to tell us what happened without elaborating. Okay. So no backstory of like, this is how I was feeling. We don't want to weigh, you know, don't want to weigh it too much in your the favor. Backstory, backstory makes me seem saner though. Are you saying I'm not allowed to? Yeah, no, that's yep, the point. That's we exactly want to be, right. we want yeah, to take the role of the children. The yeah. We want to know what it was like we to be your family. For angry dad. Can and then also- you can give us a backstory. And this will this will be very quick, but can we also make a decision on what our out what our outcome we think our the outcome will be before we hear the story? What? <laughs> I I agree with Buckland. I agree with him prior to hearing the story, and I would like for you gentlemen to tell me 
what you think prior to hearing this story. Oh, with no context. It's nonsense. It's the biggest load of nonsense I've ever heard in my life, for sure. If there's one thing that makes for a successful podcast, it's extreme overcomplication of a story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Oh, crap. Can I just tell you what happened? And then yeah. We'll yeah. See, yeah. All right. Do it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've come home and my son's sitting on the lounge watching TV. On the lounge next to him is a scrunched up tissue, which he's clearly blowed his nose, blowed his nose into. And I've just said that I can't handle this and you need to get rid of it. And he said it wasn't him. And I asked him if the snot-nosed fairy had dropped the tissue next to him because there's no one else around, buddy. So who's done that? I've just walked in. And and, and I got upset. Now, I kind of need to give you backstory, but I'll let you talk first. I have a question. That upset me a lot. Yes, Ben's hands up. Um, <laughs> I've actually got a lot of questions. Uh, how close was the tissue to him? Oh, forensic. Okay. Forensic for well, let, let me just say the purpose of this wasn't some sort of investigative <laughs> situation when we okay. find out who really blew it. This well, isn't a true a crime podcast. I have a second question. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how loud were you when you yelled about the fairy? Not a question I expected to be asked. What a great question. Um, How many decibels? I reckon it was one of those ones. I reckon it was one of those ones where I actually started quite soft. Yeah. As the sentence went on, I realized I was getting more annoyed and the volume actually went up. Yeah. As as I was getting to the end of the sentence. Now we're in real dad territory. But that's that's rare for me. I usually start strong and then go, oh, calm down halfway through the sentence. Mm. But it was the opposite. So I think I worked myself up as the sentence went on. Yeah, this is very familiar. <laughs> now, who, like Ben, issues around whether there was a, a like a, a second snotter is, <laughs> is, is not what we're about. What yep. we're about is, well, my question to you is, is it normal for people to blow their nose, scrunch it up and put it on a table or the lounge or whatever else is next to them because, and here's the reason I got angry, my whole family does it and I've asked them for years not to do it. <laughs> and what I, what I have done before, and maybe this is where you can chime in and tell me whether I'm completely mad, is I've said, <laughs> this is bodily waste you're expelling tissue, <laughs> right? Volume? Yeah. What was the well, not not the volume of the waste, but the volume of this of this statement. Never mind the volume right now. Listen to the content. This is bodily mils, waste. Seventeen mils. This is bodily waste. You are expelling into a tissue, yeah. and you're putting it on a lounge where we sit, or you're putting it on a table where we eat. Yeah. I find I I find that equal. How would you feel? If I wiped my ass on some toilet paper, scrunched it up, and dropped it on your bed. Mm. Now, that feels mad for me to say. Yeah. But technically, technically, am I wrong? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's degrees (laughs) of bodily waste. Both both filled with, like, germs and bacteria. 
yeah. And it's this it, it's a it's a social moray thing of bodily waste. I would and just I teach that- him a lesson by like when he's asleep, just get an oyster and put it in his hand and go, that's what it's like. <laughs> when he wakes up with an oyster in his hand, go, that's what it's like to touch someone else's snotty tissue. Right. See you later. Sleep well. That's right. Just writing down oyster in the hand for a <laughs> episode title. How is that oyster going to be cooked? Or is it just going to be... No, no, no raw. Well, it's natural. It's raw, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Natural. Yeah. Um, just checking. Does anyone else's kids do this? I think I'm probably the worst. Yeah. I'll Even snotty tissues around. Oh, wow. We, yeah. Buckland, we couldn't live with these two people. Oh, no doubt about oh, it. It drives me nuts, man. Seriously. Well, like if I'm, if I'm really crook... Yeah. If I'm really crook, I'll have the empty tissue box and the full tissue box. Yeah. So that will be my repository. Oh, got you. Um, so if I'm if I'm proper snotty, if I am, and I'm normally on my feet anyway, but if I'm in action, then it'll go <laughs> straight in the bin. But if I'm sitting on the couch, it'll stay there Ooh. until I next get up. I'm not going to get up to right. put a tissue in the bin. That. Reeks of effort to me. My eldest daughter is she goes through a box of tissues like no one's business. I think she always has wipes her nose once in the bin. But she's got a, a bin next to her bed, and just that's all it is, just tissues. And she would go through a lot. So I don't, yeah, we don't have that issue have that because too. of that. What is it with kids these days? Uh, like I, I didn't these days. <laughs> I, I didn't actually. Have some sort of sting uh, to and I know that, that you didn't mean to say that. I didn't that. actually <laughs> intend that, but I uh, know that's what made it so good. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't remember me as a kid or anyone I knew as a kid going through tissues the way these kids are going through. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Buckland, when I was a kid, and this is oversharing, I used to eat tissues. I don't know why, but when I was what? yeah, not used. All right, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't do we know throw why. out the rest of the content and go down that path or do we save I, I don't know why. I just used to eat them. Eight tissues. Yeah, like I would peel bits off a tissue and eat it. I can't tell you why no. and I can't tell you when it stopped, but around, okay. well, I'm guessing, I don't know, probably when I was 10 right. I was still doing it. So we didn't have tissues as a kid. Yeah. We had hankies. There you so go. This is a. Oh, see, this that's is worse. A, that's I even worse. That's, that's, that's exactly. I completely agree. More roughage, like, though. And you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Good for digestion. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Hankies like sodded hank. Oh. <laughs> this is why your poo on a piece of toilet paper doesn't hold up because you just put hankies through the wash, but you wouldn't put like. Toilet paper, or I've just shat myself. I'm just putting it all in the wash with everything else. It's not well, same. I'm wondering whether you're trying to cut out the middleman and just wipe your ass on as it's coming out. <laughs> Possibly. With what's already in With there. already what's in there, yeah. yeah. You're probably right. Um, <laughs> look, we might hold that there for now. Listeners' thoughts. Am I mad for getting so upset? Uh, and eating tissues, yay or nay? <laughs> probably um, not. <laughs> Matt, you had some dad news. Yeah, I've got dad news. I've got a dad news story. Uh, comes, I found it in the Canberra Times this week. Uh, and I wanted just to get your feedback on could you see yourself doing this? And it says, Queensland man charged with encouraging teenage son to ride Canberra Airport baggage carousel. So this 14-year-old rode the camp at Canberra Airport, rode on the carousel and it went into a restricted area where there's security and they grabbed him and 
sequestered him, arrested him, and then they found out that he'd been dared to do it by his dad. Right. <laughs> so my question to you is, would you? Is that something you could see yourself doing? No. No? And and you'll hear hear from what I'm about to tell you from Holiday Dad that too too stressed at an airport for shenanigans. Yeah. Oh airport, right. Airports airports aren't a shenanigans place. I was going to say that's probably my <laughs> yep. my big rule, and it was even worse. Holiday Dad during COVID. Right. And was even worse because you know we'd just been trained to isolate ourselves from everything. So right, much absolutely. Right. I mean, that's a good the airport. D- can we add that to a dad as a dad commandment? No shenanigans oh. at the airport. No like shenanigans think, at the airport. That's pretty good. That's a, that's a, that's good, a good, one. good one. Yeah. You don't make jokes. You don't no. muck around. You don't say, oh, I've lost my passport. Oh, <laughs> nah, you don't do that no. shit. That's not well, yeah. well You don't go and hide. This does lead nicely into what I wanted to talk about. Yep. Um, and... Yeah, talking about that stuff, <laughs> we had to say to Dylan mainly, youngest child, um, no bomb jokes, <laughs> or no terrorist jokes, no jokes along that along that line. And he only slipped one or two out accidentally. <laughs> so one or two. What was the over under? <laughs> <laughs> did he do like? Did he do well? Like versus the overrunner, like were you guys thinking? I mean, obviously you had to have that conversation, which meant that he was he was just going to go for it if you yeah. hadn't had the conversation. No, uh, I would imagine he overreached. I I <laughs> I personally couldn't see a situation where he would need to, but he he found him. <laughs> yeah, um, were you slightly proud that he overreached? You know, no, no. <laughs> Again, really. no shenanigans at the airport. No shenanigans at the airport. I mean, I've got a I've got a story that you could all use to, for your kids. Is when I travelled to America. I got put in a bomb-proof Perspex room while we were coming, flying back from England, uh, from America to England. Right. Um, they took me out of the lot. We'd gone through, and then three agents came and took me out of the line, put me in this bomb-proof room where I had to take everything out of my bag, um, empty my pockets, and do all all of this stuff. And when I was leaving, I heard them say yeah we're sending him through now yeah it's the guy in the army shirt now the army shirt i was wearing was a shirt that had apocalypse now on it (laughs) and so even that is yeah is uh is that shenanigans but apparently that shenanigans as far as airport security goes and i had to like go into this bomb proof here we're putting you in the bomb proof perspex room so what is going on it's accidental shenanigans. I would it's say accidental that having, shenanigans. A beard, having a beard is an airport shenanigans. Right. Because <laughs> the random testing that comes through having every single time. Airport Good old Richie, come yeah. and get <laughs> your swab done. All right. Well, let me let me lead into what, what was on my mind. So, yeah, I've just got a couple of holiday dad, am I the assholes? Oh. Right? A theme of this episode already, seemingly. So, <laughs> so we school holidays were just finished in New South Wales. So, and we had we went to the Gold Coast for a week. So, it was our first kind of family holiday anywhere since before COVID. 
um, where all four of us went. We we um, we went to you know a little Kiama trip last year with three of us, but all four of us away on a plane to a, a holiday destination. And look, most most of the week was fine in terms of my dad' behaviour. Um, while we were there and having the holiday fun, I suppose there was only the only times when you know that could be brought into question was me having a crack at kids for wanting to sit around their asses instead of getting up and doing stuff. Like you know, we're away on holiday. We paid we paid a lot of money to come up here and do stuff. So you, you guys want to sit on your asses on your screens? What's going on? Um. And I did that a couple of times until I realised that the purpose of a holiday is potentially to relax and do what you want and not be harassed. Mm. So that put an end to that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what day? I think, what day was I this? I think you've got a valid point, Stu. There's a balance between the two, and I think that maybe that is something that could have been articulated, maybe a bit. If you had, some, if there was a, you know, some kind of a quota on screen time or something like that, like you know, if everyone has their own downtime afternoons or something like that, but I think that you're right. Mm. I think you're mad for suggesting that going a long way away is a good reason to sit around and look at screens. Mm. And I understand. I completely understand your point in saying that you know you don't want to harass them, but yeah, you're not you're not nuts for expecting that. I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't so much the volume of screen time as when they choose to take it. Yeah. <laughs> like when we're going, all right, what should we do today? Let's go and do this. Let's go and do that. And it, I can't get them out of bed because they're decided that that's when they want to be on screens, that sort of thing. Anyway, that's a side issue. <laughs> the real okay. kind of problematic areas, theoretically, is <laughs> like we flagged, airport dad, mm. the traveling dad. Traveling dad. Got to so, be there on time, dad. Yes. So in the morning, Dad. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Tell me about that. Okay. So we have a family dynamic where <laughs> whenever we're going anywhere. I'm All trying, four of us just went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm the one trying to leave potentially even a few minutes before we agreed to leave. Mm. Um and yeah, my wife is one that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to stop you there. Look at Ellis shaking his head like you. <laughs> what do you think you you're silly, doing, silly man? Me? Yeah. Oh, for for thinking for trying to leave early. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. that's unheard of. <laughs> Look, in in normal circumstances, mm. that's fine, and I can accept losing most of the time, right? What? Yes. When you get into an airport. Airport, Dad, that's a very different situation. I, I won't accept losing them no. because yeah. the the consequences are too great. Mm-hmm. And look, I was a scout. <laughs> I was taught to be prepared, mm-hmm. right? You, you plan for the worst and if the best happens, then so what? You're there a bit early. You're there a bit early. Who cares? Airports are great fun. <laughs> as long as there's no shenanigans. Correct. <laughs> don't just stand fun. still. Don't muck around. Don't make jokes. <laughs> Keep your hands by your sides at yeah. all times. Don't blow your nose on that tissue. Don't fucking touch that. Yes. Stop, yeah, don't stop, stop touching that. Eat stop this looking the very rails. expensive stop, sandwich. Please. Yes. Yeah. And look, to be fair to my wife, this time around, um, it wasn't so much her. 
but the kids, the kids mm. are kind of the one, the main time draggers this time round. Right. We have had in, we have had instances before of getting to the airport late and having Oof. to be rushed through Oof. because no, not not planning for the worst. Right. Oh. I have now, anxiety right now. Dads, yeah, that sounds oh, terrible. That triggers me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So okay, I'm not feeling like an asshole yet. No. So I'm. I, this is all preempting me because next September, our plan is to go to Japan because that's what we're going to do 2020, and obviously that got shat all over. And now that's our plan. And I'm already thinking. All right, I'm going to have to do some work on myself in the next 11 months. <laughs> next 11 months to deal with airport dad and and organization dad. I have a question. Okay. Yes. Oh. Sorry, no. Just in Go relation on. to, because when we are now in, in the throes of booking a trip overseas, mm. and we're going to Bali next year, and I don't think I'm at the stage where I'm going to have to tell everyone we're leaving the day before, but. <laughs> we're leaving the day before. We're leaving, we may very well be leaving the day before. Now, Matthew, in, in your instance. Will, yeah. you be, will you be flying out of your current hometown? or will you No, we'll, we'll probably fly, drive up to Sydney and stay in the hotel right next to the airport right. because yes. the flights usually leave to Japan at, yeah. you know, 7 a.m. or something. Yes. Yeah. Now, does that make it harder, easier or harder? Much easier. Fact, okay. Much easier. So, all right, to, to ask you both questions relating to that. Hmm. Are your kids, like, okay, does anyone else's kids, I should frame it that way, have the thing where they think it's hilarious to delay you and be slow? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Yes. You're on the bandwagon already. See, oh, now, that's surprising because I thought I didn't think it was a younger kid thing. And I, you would not think so. And it doesn't happen so much holiday dad but just every day george is like he will drag out every oh, possible yes, thing. like right. he does the oh, i've got to get my shoes ah oh, i left him out there oh my socks are over here oh, i've got to go over there oh my drink bottle i gotta go back in ah oh, it's just every morning it's the same like you can you set him up as best as you can yeah. to succeed and he'll find a way to fail it's yes. very well done he, it's beautifully choreographed yeah. to just eke the very the, the most exasperation out of me. He does a very good job. But also just to a point where you don't necessarily explode, like he knows where, where oh, that no, point I'm is or he just goes. He just goes. He just goes. He just pushes it. But you probably can't say this yet because it probably won't have enough effect, but I have said this and maybe this is the first genuine am I the arsehole, but when the kids, particularly in situations where we're trying to leave the house urgently, deliberately delay me <laughs> i have said this isn't funny this isn't charming this is just obnoxious yeah well, that's, that's funny. fine that's fine. Is that fine similar things yeah you're but just it, being annoying now you need to yeah. stop we need to get in the car i need yeah. to get to work you All need right. to get to school yeah yeah that's funny though that's funny. funny yeah if i was them that'd be funny yeah i know if you call me no, obnoxious i would find that funny yeah. Dad's right. going, Dad. <laughs> what could I Look, call Dad's you? Look, Dad's being Dad. That's funny. <laughs> what, what could I call you that wasn't funny? 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. See, I think this is where <laughs> the dad question is. As soon as dad, dad loses is, it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as dad, look, we want to annoy dad, and now dad's annoyed. This is good. And this, pretty- is, and there's not, and this is the thing. They've got you so far over a barrel because yeah. there's no way that you can sit back and relax and not worry about it on the way to the airport. Yeah, this yeah. is the one situation where there's just literally there's no backing out. So for dad, like there's yeah. not a you can't play the game. Here. No empty threats. There are there's no-, no empty threats. That's it. There's no we'll leave you behind. There's none of yeah. this kind of stuff. You know that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You need to be there, incredibly. There is the. What happens if we all? What happens if we don't get to the airport? Yep. Like what? Happens? I don't want to find out. I. It's what happens. Yeah. You little bastards. Yeah. Bad news. Bad things. That's, that's why yes, we're leaving with eighty-three hours to spare. Correct. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Does, does not. Does everyone remember when we went to? Oh, wherever it was, Magnetic Island or whatever, and they had to hold the whole line up, find us, God. and usher us through. In that packed airport, does no one fucking remember this except me? Oh, I want to hear about that. <laughs> well, that's the extent of it, really. We were too. So late. maybe that's we the issue. Plan. Well, yeah. Where See, was this the- is the issue, Buckland. You've lived it. Yeah. Core memory. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Even if I hadn't, like my instinct and my scout training tells me that. <laughs> You plan for the worst yeah. because you can't just plan for, and you can't just plan for what you think will probably happen. So It'll how do you get to the airport? Right. Can I ask? Are you a are you a self driver? Are you a, a shuttle? Are you a tra- public transport? What's your you usually drive? Mode? Usually you drive yourselves and park yeah. at the airport. Is that the and, and it's not it's not necessarily for the like getting there quicker thing. It's more just the when we are getting home, fuck yeah. waiting for a train. Yeah, exactly. And packing on with a bunch of other people and trying to get your luggage into seats and stuff. Fuck that. Just <laughs> into the car and go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the same with ca- living in Canberra. It's like, well, we could just catch the bus and then that'll take you to right yeah. to the airport. And then, But the way home, I don't want to get off a plane yeah. and then get on a bus for three and a half hours. Yes. And then get a tram back to the, yeah, it's just, that's not happening. So you're already, that's a dad plan of like, all right, I'm already thinking about how we're getting home. That's exactly, you can't even enjoy your holiday because <laughs> you're worried about what you're going to do when you get home. That's exactly what it's like. I had that conversation with another family that we are going with. I had that conversation today. What time do we get home? Do we get home at 7 a.m. or do we get home at 8 p.m.? What's the best option? <laughs> I'm just uh, look. Is this for something you're planning sometime next year? Did you say? Yep. What's the All best right. option? My, the best option if you're going with other people is can someone else do it? <laughs> can someone else plan it? I'll go along with whatever. Oh no, they're, someone they else are plan planning it. it, but they are asking for. Oh yes, of course. They're asking for input. So Claire doesn't answer the phone anymore. So I am the input man. Oh dear. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> no drama. <laughs> That's the greatest dad T-shirt ever. <laughs> I am the, the input man. man. Yeah. <laughs> Got a question? Go to dad. That's right. Okay. Well, Dad'll speaking of on the way home, wrong. speaking of on the way home, this is the main thing I wanted to ask your feedback on. Re my behaviour. Okay. Um, it's the morning of leaving, and we had to get up and sort ourselves out, leave the Airbnb reasonably tidy, and get to the airport. Right. 
The Airbnbs is a very interesting issue now as well. Like the how tidy do you leave how your tidy Airbnb? Do like, your kids you know, make it? Do your kids smash something on your way out? Oh, right. Well, we like, we made it reasonably tidy, but we know that this person hires a cleaner. Right. Well, this so, is, you pay for it. It's part of your fee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet they say, oh, you've got to keep everything, oh, you've got everything done. It's like, well, maybe not. <laughs> Don't <laughs> leave your shitty toilet paper lying around. <laughs> well, we've, we've we're actually being banned. We've had to change our Airbnb accounts. So I'm not going to lie because we had friends. Well, we had friends come and stay with us. We booked the Airbnb. Friends came and stayed. They brought their dogs, daughter pissed oh. the bed, and then everything went pear shaped from there. So we um, got we got not blacklisted, obviously, but you know we got oh. bad customer reviews on Airbnb. So we've swapped the accounts around now. And okay. well, Mister Shrub, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> right. no. My name's Mister Malice. <laughs> yes. Um. I'm the Look, input man. So here's here's the thing I need your feedback on, right? <laughs> Morning of the leaving, trying to get ourselves. I'm 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 obviously first one up because I don't sleep. <laughs> I I'm I'm starting to do stuff to get ready. No one's getting up at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting up at the appropriate time. Okay. Right? So, Passag Dad comes into play. Um. <laughs> I'd, I'd wash some dishes. That those dishes were getting packed away extremely loud, <laughs> dropping forks from lots yeah. of loud crashing of plates. Why won't this cupboard close properly? <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, Pretty a trumpet. Much. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't here? work. <laughs> that didn't work, and time marched on. <laughs> so this is what I did. Right, we had enough cereal. For everyone to have a bowl of cereal before we left. I got four bowls out. Distress of leaving is the title. (laughs) I got four bowls out. I put the cereal in. I waited another few minutes. No one appeared. So I poured milk into all those cereals. And then then I went and tapped on everyone's door and said, everyone's breakfast ready. I've poured the milk in. It's really up to you how soggy this cereal gets. <laughs> what what brand of cereal was it? What are we talking to you? Uh, so it's Wheat Bix Bites, uh-huh. which are okay, little yeah. Wheat Bix gotcha. with yes. no, the clock is ticking. Basically, the <laughs> clock's ticking on those because <laughs> See, there um, will be a single bowl of mush. <laughs> well, they and are, then it will they, harden. They are as absorbent as normal Wheat Bix, really. Yeah. So they'll suck all that milk up, and <laughs> and I would imagine there's no more milk left either. There's not milk left. Do you know why, Ben? Do you know why? Because you had 17 cups of coffee at the same time. <laughs> you poured the rest down the sink to teach them a lesson? Well, that would be a step too far, I think. No, it's because I I timed all the food oh, out that's incredibly for what yep. we need for the moment we need to be leaving. So we had enough milk for coffees and cereal. I'm going to get uh, you to plan my next holiday away because we will end up in most cases, taking more food home with oh, us really? than we've no. actually, yeah. So then we've taken. Am I the am I the asshole for setting a milky time bomb for my family? <laughs> that's the that is milky the milky time bomb. That that is the title of the episode. And like, no, um, you are not. That's really like jokes no, aside. No, what, jokes aside. In all, no, in all, so what time are we talking here? 
how late, uh, how many minutes so after they were meant at, to be up? So if you're checking out at 10 o'clock, what time was your plane? Okay, how We, we left we before 10. We had to leave at like 8.30 or something like that. Yeah, and it was like creeping towards 7.30. Yeah. And, you know, there was. No, milky time bomb's fair enough in that case, I think. Right. I think. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. against the milky time bomb. So poor behaviour? I don't think it's poor behaviour. I think what you've done is what you're trying to do is make everyone as annoyed as you are. Your your point of view is saying, no, no, this this is all justified. But the reality is they're all going to be annoyed at you that will match your annoyance at them. That's a fun but trip I, home. I'm not thinking that at the time. I just want a result. I'm only thinking about it now after the fact. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't do that. I just know that's going to be explosion of of them. Right. And then I'm like, bro, well, you should have been up and that's just going to be a It did work, mess. though. Oh, I mean, that would get me out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been me knocking as well, but, you know. The- yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, uh, I'm sure I would have just kicked them and, you know, dragged well, them out That's it. Of bed. I would have just go jump on them and yeah. say, it's time to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's so time to wake up. Now, in this case, all right, so say you don't have wheat pick bites or milk <laughs> to threaten your children with, uh-huh. what is your course of action to get people out of bed when Put they are in their hand and say, <laughs> yeah, oysters, eat oysters. oysters. <laughs> you said an oyster or tissue. They're playing oyster or tissue. Oyster or tissue. I counted out the, I counted out the oysters, so Ooh. I had exactly the, the right amount. Obviously. <laughs> Save three oysters. I haven't got any milk or cereal left, but I've got some oysters. <laughs> We've we've decided now that it's part of a dad's utility belt just to have oysters <laughs> at all times. So. Oysters, yep. All right. Um, I think that's a, little- a good spot to have a little break and then we'll come back with Holiday Rich. Thank you, guys. I, you, what you've told me is I'm not much of an arsehole. No, not at all. All right. That's probably for listeners to decide too. That seems they're all of a sudden communicative. Yeah. We'll be back in a sec. Man, I'm stuck. Ever had lots of noodles? Somebody say noodles? Nobody makes soup in a cup like continental cup of soup. Continental lots of noodles cup of soup. Brimming with noodles and that great continental taste makes a delicious snack anywhere, anytime. Hey, Rob's already finished. I like noodles. (laughs) Nobody makes Oh, we're back. Oh, yeah, we're back. Can I just quickly throw something else in I just forgot before we move to Rich? Here's another thing I got annoyed about. I don't think unfairly, but again, you know, we um, we strive to be better, so feedback, welcome. Obviously, we were on the Gold Coast and in a spot hadn't been before. So we went over to the shopping centre to get some provisions when we got there. And we walked in one way and when we were leaving, we walked out what we thought was the same way but ended up being a different way and meant that our walk was was a block further than we wanted it to be, than was on the way in. Do you think everyone could stop whinging about the fact that we had to walk further than everyone thought? Every day? Did it come up every day? It came up at least three times during the week. 
about the fact that we had to walk. Like, why did we have to? Why did we have to walk? Like, that was annoying how we had to walk that extra distance. Right. Just just from the kids, or but well, oh. not not outwardly stated, but implied a little oh, bit from the <laughs> wife as well. But you got some silent nods. But it, but. Is there any, like, but is there any recognition of all the times you've chosen the right exit, Buckland? Like, you know, the number it's of- It's not even about that. Richard. It's like, I haven't been here before. Yeah, Was that doorway like, forever known as, like, Dad's doorway? Like, every time you went to that particular <laughs> supermarket, it was like, there's Dad's door. How am I expected to to know? Like, you you, you want- But that's what you, I mean. Like, the, but the number of times you would have got it right, Buckland. This is what I'm saying. There's no recognition. There's no, none of that- there's no adulation. They don't rejoice every time that you choose the right exit and you make it to your car without having to walk the extra block. You've set the expectations to that you make so, the correct decision in regards to the direction. You make one mistake. Time. They remember the mistakes. They don't remember the good times. After the third time, I've just gone, we're on fucking holidays. You have to walk an extra block. Get over it. <laughs> which, um, <laughs> which dealt with it nicely as far as I was concerned. But what do you think? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, how many times did they did they say it after you said that to get a rise out? I, of it? I think that was pretty much it. That was it. That oh, was pretty okay. much it. So, yeah. you know, again, result, but you know, reflection a week later, as is always useful. <laughs> well, hey, look, at least you are reflecting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a yes. Thank you, Ben. You, ha- you have to wonder. We've all got stories of like our dads losing it. Which of our our turns of losing it? Which are going to be our kids' stories? Which are the ones they're going to keep quoting back? Yeah, which are the ones are going to, to their be like, friends? To their friends and <laughs> hey, remember that time on a shitty podcast <laughs> in thirty years' time? Yeah, so you've got to wonder that. There's bound to be a couple, but well, I don't think because my wife's a school teacher and has taught at the schools up until the last year or so, has taught at the schools that my kids have gone to, we've had very few people around to the house, like very few kids' friends around to the house. So there hasn't oh. been a huge opportunity you, you, You've said me. this before in an episode because, you know, your your wife being the teacher can't, can't relax if there's students in the house. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So- our kids go and visit, and I haven't actually asked the question of has any, has any other dads like cracked it while you've been visiting. Uh, probably be a good question to ask. Yeah, um, but as of yet, I feel that that's it's coming, like it's it's brewing. <laughs> and my dad's going to crack it. Yeah, dad. Like, so you're going to crack it at the friends or at the kids in front of the friends, oh, or what's the? I think everything's in play. <laughs> there, everything. It's leaving his options open. Well, it, it is right. Like, and and I'm just thinking about all of the things. Like, we're, you know, we've just had a whole heap of renovations done. You know, like there's a, oh, yeah. you know, the oh, it could be the carpet, it could be the paintwork, it could be, it could be a, any of these things, right? It'll be some, the paintwork. Yeah, it'll guaranteed. Sounds like you want to pre pre game Wiggins and get prepared. Work out, all right, here's my spot here, here's my areas. Where can I where get the best volume, best shock value? Where am I gonna get yeah. Oh, how many how many different neighbors can I hit at the same time? Like do I go out the backyard where I've got I've got five different 
neighbours yep. on the fence line <laughs> or do I go out the front and really go into the valley and give it a full <laughs> and just go, just give it a red hot crack? Oh, that's a great phrase. There's another good dad phrase. <laughs> Where did he go? He went into the valley. <laughs> the valley of dad. <laughs> As I walk through the yeah. I reckon from my experience and probably from doing it myself, the actual in-company uh, expression of annoyance is worse than just maybe yelling it a bit because there's more menace to something where you're going, Dylan, <laughs> I believe we've talked about this before, buddy. <laughs> you, <Yeah>. know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying there? Yeah? Right. The no oh. blinking is a great. The no <laughs> blinking. I was going to say that, that look. Yeah. <laughs> you had me. I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it. I'll pick up the tissues, Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ellis has gone around Until- picking up his tissues. Just give me the oyster now. <laughs> Until tomorrow. I'll, is, take oyster. I'll take the oyster. I'll take the oyster. Imagine that kid going back to his parents and they said, I don't know, they were talking about some sort of oyster. And I was like, yeah, I think he's related to Gary Busey in some way. Blink. <laughs> but we go, you're not the person to go and shout at him. It's not your job. You've got a teacher in the house. Just teach your voice. Yeah, there a might wife be, well, who's got teacher voice. That. That's all it takes. They all respond to teacher voice. It's your yeah, name. It's the frequency. Kids. Yeah. They don't go, oh, that was or and you just tell them, I'm a teacher. That'll freak them out. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. They know that voice just cuts through everything. And they're like, oh my God, a teacher shouted at us. Not a parent. Yep. It's the same, it's the right tone. Okay. Good advice. Good yeah. advice. Thank you. And then you don't Excellent. have to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, Rich. Yes. You were also a holiday day. Oh, we, did, oh, we were on a holiday. So, look, we enjoyed our holidays. I had some slightly different stress. So, my big stress on the holidays was um, car related. Oh. So, we got the car and, you know, I did did the right thing, got the big service done. The, look, it, it's she's she's been a bit rough. She's a bit precious, the old the, uh, ute we've got. So, anyway. We take it on the run down, and it's all right. Getting we went down to Hall's Tap, beautiful spot, highly recommended down the Grampians, uh, camping for a couple of nights, and then on to Melbourne. And I think this is this is probably the big thing I can, if I can say to any dad and any kind of family, if you're thinking about your holidays, stick to one thing. I think every time we've tried to do too many things within the holidays, like too many different legs and mm. different options. It overcomplicates things and things just become more and more fraught and the stress levels increase as a result of it. But anyway, we got down to Hall's Gap and the next day tried to turn over the car, wouldn't turn over. Mm. It's got this new battery, just serviced, still won't turn over. So it kind of it gets this thing where it, it'll warm up eventually and then turn over. And so, but it chugs and kind of it feels like it's hacking out the engine while you're doing it and you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> it's going, but it's not. What do I do? Do you kind of plow through it? So that was that was my stress the entire time. Like, you know, is the car going to start today? Mm. It will, but how long is it going to go for? Mm. And then how is it going to die when we're in the middle? Worrying about that all well, day. Yeah. And that's and this is exactly right. This is what I did for the entire time. And so Well, that's not true. Because we saw you in a chicken restaurant. <laughs> I went to a chicken And you looked pretty bloody happy. You so look very happy. I reckon I you forgot about the he car. He left the car running outside. That's why. <laughs> he left the car 
<laughs> we were going to run out on that bill. So he could enjoy his chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We went to Bell's, chi- Bell's Hot Chicken. Um, look, staying in Melbourne, went and saw a great show, went to Bell's Hot Chicken, caught up with the brother. It was amazing. Really, really nice little trip. It was, look, it was a great trip. Um, and the ki- look, our kids, I've got to say that for all of, you know, bitching and moaning, my kids are incredible travellers, like, and they've kind of, they've done a lot of it in the car yeah. since birth pretty much. Like, you know, we've been up used from up and down the East Coast and then coming backwards and forwards from Mildura to the East Coast and stuff. Yeah. So they really are very, very well-seasoned travellers and they do a very good job of it. So no, no major complaints there, but as I say, it was just having that, the stress of whether the car was going to go constantly playing online and then knowing going home and we were about, it's a six hour drive from Melbourne to Mildura with very little in between and kind of on the last stretch about 200 k's out of Mildura, black smoke just starts pouring out the back and I'm just like, like 200 k's is just that (laughs) bit too far. Like if we have to, get towed and, you know it's a dad thing all i'm thinking about is how much it's going to cost yes. to get towed and then <laughs> you know what am i going to do with all the stuff in the back like you know there's so many other complications involved with it but we lived at home it was all good and it's been in the mechanics now and hopefully it'll kick over but that was it's been it's been really stressful i hate thinking about cars i'm not a car person yeah, and no. i'm used to having kind of old bomby cars and this is the first time we've actually I bought a car for myself, type thing, and mm. it's and I didn't just scrimp out, and it's a bigger piece of crap than anything else I've ever bought. <laughs> yeah. It's really frustrating. Did you do a good job of keeping this stress and frustration from the rest of your family so they could enjoy being on holiday? I was very quiet. I suppose is how I handle that mm. kind of stress because it's not. It's not. I, I was I didn't take it out on them obviously like you know they had absolutely nothing to do with it. No, no, who would do that? There'd <laughs> <laughs> no. be a monster to do that, Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> but I I was I was I was much more reserved than I probably normally would be, and especially like as I say, coming up onto the big trip home, it was like just that much more. I'm just going to go into my show because I probably will snap, and so that became my that became my go-to. That's my go-to. If I get quiet, you know that yeah, things that'll probably explode soon. So that's the. Were your family perceptive enough to like say why are you so quiet, Dad? That kind of thing. Um, yeah, all of the kids noticed it. Wife noticed it. I said, I'm just worried. And about you just say, leave me alone. Yeah, Gavin, are you unaware of what's going on around you? It's it is just such a Different kind of stress. Car stress. Car stress. Car stress. Yeah. Our stress is probably, I don't know, I, I think I, I've, I thrive on some kind of stress, but car stress is just really- Foreign? I feel like it's literally killing me. Like it's, That's because like, the four of us are so fucking hopeless. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, there is that. None of us, are, none of us know anything about it. Okay. How's that, this? Can I, can I add true. something to the car story? But is that dad's fault? Did, Your dad's, dad's supposed to do, Yeah, our dad's fault. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's well, my dad tried to teach me about cars. Uh, I, yeah. I was just- Mine never did. Mine never did. Mm. <laughs> but you you just said that like, what a shame, what have we missed out on? But maybe you did ask your dads, you ever try and teach you about cars? And I'll probably say, yes. Quite a lot. And you and you said, shut up. <laughs> but see, like Ben, ben and Small Rich, are your dads any good? With cars? No. Maybe they didn't have much to teach you. 
Well, that's yeah. I don't. No, I don't believe. think my dad doesn't know much. My dad was good with croissants. <laughs> I don't. I, just, I don't know what. Like, I don't know whether to explore that. Hang Fruit on, Wiggins. Wiggins, <laughs> Wiggins has just had a breakthrough. <laughs> Wiggins, tell us more. You're remembering croissants. <laughs> tell us you about moved the large man. in your childhood. The, the dad, of, the dad of the crescent moon. Muscle <laughs> that. That is a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, surely you know how to change a tyre. Like, that's really all you need to do. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can change a tyre. Change a tyre. Not that there's smoke pouring out of your engine. Changing a tyre is not going to help. Well, I know, but... Like, <laughs> I know, but who... The tire. Maybe how that's many the people, issue. How many people know what to do when there's black smoke pouring out of your engine? Well, turn many. the engine off. Or True. Just, yeah, well... Depends where they're from. Yeah. Yeah, just right, white knuckle it. That's what it's you It's still do. going while it goes. What you say you had? 200 k's left? 200 k's you can... Yeah. You can just roll down the hill for that. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of <laughs> central Australia. But the, the other thing was is that we had an incredibly busy kind of week leading up to going away. And so little was done at home and we arrived home on the Sunday night, had to go back to work on the oh, Monday. Right. And that was that was yeah. a bad, bad move. And That's you haven't so, relaxed for a minute except yeah, for the chicken for a minute during and the whole back. week. So I got so Sunday night, like literally we got we rolled in at six and then unpacked and then had to go and buy chicken for dinner <laughs> and then had to um yeah had to this is what we've learned with uh uh with our travels is got to if, guard the car if, if we can yeah. if we can get back on the saturday then that's the goal yes. don't come yeah. back on sunday get back on no. saturday even if that means sometimes everyone takes friday off friday off school we take the kids out we leave, we go away for the weekend and we leave thursday night and we come yep. back on the Saturday, it's just a completely yep. different world then. And everyone yep. has the same thing of like, oh, I thought it was Sunday. That's great. Like, yep. Another day. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Rocking, so, especially a big holiday, rocking back into work the next day. It's just brutal. Well, there you go. The yeah. first piece of advice for that, for the episode. <laughs> now, back, to the, back to the croissants. I want to know yeah. more about these croissants. <laughs> No, well, we should, like, time marches on, so we should mm-hmm. get to our listener question. Oh, yeah. So, well, I just wanted to add something to the car story, if I could, on. being that I had an issue with the car a couple of weeks ago and had to get some air conditioning work done. So I left it with the guy. He fixed the air conditioning. But then on leaving, what does he do? He says, oh... Just the standard mechanic, at like just that little bit of add-on at the end of like, you might just want to be careful with that gearbox. Mm. Oh, and I was yeah. like, hang on a second, like I've I've come here, yep. like what what are you doing? Like what? Yeah. He's he's getting you thinking about the gearbox exactly, and I have not stopped thinking about the fucking gearbox yeah. since I left. My air conditioning's perfect. Haven't thought about that. I'm thinking about this gearbox every time I turn the car on. You're hitting about 2,700 revs. Like, oh, is it going to go? Is it going to go? Oh, yeah. no, it's going to so- <laughs> that's, that's that's I'm the- living with that stress right now. That's that's a mechanic version of an upsell, buddy. Yeah. That's uh, Get him thinking about the gearbox. He'll be back in a month going, What's maybe you should just box? check the gearbox just yeah. for- you know. But then I visited work, or like a, a workplace that I, I used to be at, and- if it's actually going to work. Mm. Oh. So, there we go. So, there's a glimmer of light, you know, just by asking more dads more questions. There it is. 
I should point out that my like, again, my dad did try and teach me. Yeah, I was a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, I I, I changed the tire. I changed the tire a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "Girls, come out here. I'm going to show you how to change a tire. This is important." Yeah. And they went, "Yeah." They said, came out, and they were like, nah, and they were yeah. gone within like thirty seconds. I was yeah. like, "All right, we'll work it out." That's pretty much it. Yep. Now, last but very much not least, we have a listener question. We do indeed. Which, as I said, took us a bit by surprise because not only is someone uh, engaging with us, but, Ben, you said it was a new listener. Correct. Yeah. So tell us a bit about what's going on there. New listener to to this old show? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, again, I was at work. Uh and one of the other team members at this particular workplace had just sort of piped up and went, oh, I'll listen to your podcast. Great. I was like, okay, that's that's awesome. She's like, yeah, was, dad pants, pretty good. And not like a pretty good with a downward inflection. It was pretty good with an upward inflection. Oh, yeah. So I was pretty happy about that. And the upward inflection then brought in someone else that was there. Right? right, so they were like, "Oh, okay, that's upward inflection. That sounds like it's a good podcast. Tell me all about it." Right, so they did. Now, they told this person about the podcast, and yeah. he then had a two-hour drive home. So he listened to the right. first couple of episodes of Dad Pants, okay. right, and rang me today, uh, and and asked me this question. He was he very much enjoyed the podcast and and thought you know something just popped up for him and he and he asked me the question what do you do in the situation where you as a you know as a teenager or in your earlier life you've made a choice or a decision that hasn't worked out real well and now that your children are getting older and you find your children making that same choice or that same decision, like, what do you do? Hmm. Do Well, what do you do? That was the question. Like, what? what's your thought process around this? Please, I've talked plenty here. You guys have anything? <laughs> well, is it positive and negative? Is it, was it a, did he give specifics about what decision had been made? Like, are we talking about when they exhibit behavior that you did, like acted like a dickhead and you were like, oh, I've acted well, that way? It was, or is it? So it was more, more about a negative. It was, right. So it was more in relation to a negative decision or a negative choice that you have made that yep. has then had a, a poor outcome. And you know that if they, if they choose this path, yeah. That it's not going to end well. Mm. I don't need to listen to my dad when he's teaching me how to fix a car. <laughs> yeah, it's off. There's only one option, and that's to be a complete hypocrite. To be a complete hypocrite, right? Yes. Yeah. I, like you can't like. You can tell I, anyone as much as you want, and yeah. you're not going to like. Yeah. And particularly teenagers. My well, the reason I say that, you know. Well, our oldest is finishing year 10, wants to be a tradie, mm-hmm. right? Wants to be an electrician. Right. And so then started kind of implying what's the point of doing year 11 and 12 then? Why don't I just go and do an apprenticeship now? Hmm. And 
you know, we, what? I said to him, well, the reason you want to do year 11 and 12 is because, you know, 2023 Owen isn't necessarily going to be the same person as 2025 Owen. What are you talking about, old man? <laughs> I'm always going to be cool and young. Yeah, and that's I, right. I, I, have you seen I'm my hair? What are oh, you talking amazing. about? I'm Two always going to be like this and know exactly what's going on. Yeah, right. But I just Screw you, old like, man. You may, you may feel like I remember being a teenager, dude. Things mm. you feel very strongly about one month, yeah. you don't necessarily feel strongly about the next month. <laughs> so you've got to... You've got to Keppers. leave your options open. Keppers. Show him Keppers. <laughs> Mustard Keppers. Undercuts. Undercuts. Yeah. Undercuts. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is, this is the advice, right? Because I, at school, often students ask advice, and I had a year 10 class, and they said, what do we do about year 11 and 12, and what, what should we avoid, or something like that? And I went through all of the pitfalls, the things, and you got to have good work habits, all this stuff. Here are the things you should avoid. Don't make these mistakes. And this one student just said, yeah, but, like, they're, they're my mistakes to make. And I was like, right. I just shut me up. Never tell yeah. students don't do this or do act this way. That's you gotta, you got to make – they're going to make mistakes. And it's yep. not going to be because you didn't tell them – or warn them about it, like Owen's going to hear what you're saying and then do whatever he wants and then maybe change his mind later and be like, oh, no, Dad told me this. Yeah, so, uh, probably, prob- you know, I, I accept that. But yeah. getting back to the question we're asked, the point of me saying mm. that is because, like, we're, we're encouraging to try really hard with year 11 and 12. Yeah. I didn't try hard with you. You were 11 and 12. I was shithouse. Yeah. I, was, I was a complete joke when it came to be acad- academic stuff in those two years. Yeah. I got a shit, uh, what was it called then? TR? I don't even yep. know. Yeah. It's ATAR now. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, a bad score. I didn't try. I was a complete. Like, had completely the wrong attitude about the whole thing. Yeah. But through a combination of, you know, uh, right place, right time, luck, and yeah. trying really hard at certain things, yeah. have, like, turned out pretty okay in terms of having a job and a house and all the rest of it. Yeah. So... But what made you it try really hypocritical. hard? It feels hypocritical. I know. I, oh, it's uh, completely hypocritical. <laughs> it's com- a lot of advice we give to our children is either live my life again or don't live my life again. It's very rarely anything away away from that. It's either yeah. do exactly what I did or do nothing exactly. Do the opposite but the of reason, what I did. The reason I feel hypocritical about it is because I don't let them know that I was awful in year 11 and 12 and yeah. Shit and didn't try. I will tell them. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to this. It's podcast. impossible for them not. I've got a like list that. of questions that Owen has has sent me to ask to ask the dad pants. <laughs> I don't. I don't well, think it's giving advice or anything. I think it's about providing options and you yeah. know just giving. You know, you can give the morality tale, but at the end of the day, I completely agree with you know what Maddie said and what the kids are saying. And you know, they're your mistakes. And like, I look back yeah. and think. Like there's things I could have done differently, but you can't have regrets. Like you're a different person. 
Like, you know, you, you've got to make your decisions. And starting from that, I suppose, that mid-teenager, you, you've got to start owning whatever you do yeah, and, and taking some responsibility for it. And that, I, I think that's probably the biggest piece of advice is like, yeah. you can do what you want, but you've got to have responsibility for yeah. it. Like, you know. I wonder, and, I wonder too, Buckland, as parents, as all parents do, when we give advice like this to students and to our kids and we say you should do like do this, do this, what we're actually doing is we're trying to make them have the least amount of obstacles in their life. Yeah. Right, it's about if you do this, a choice. Yeah, that's right. You'll have that opportunity and that choice. But what you described then of like what made you do well was a combination of luck, right place, right time, and then trying at something you really wanted to try at. Mm. So, because like, you didn't bother doing it before, like where that, that's it's you know. it's all it's all that. That's what life is, right? It's those three yeah. things: it's luck, it's right place, right time, and it's trying at something, and often. We don't yeah. always find that until some people don't find it until they're, you know, 44. some people know it when they're 18, some That's people know say. it when they're 20, some people know when they're 30, but some yeah. when they're 45. I, I wasted a decade at least of my life to get there. Yeah, but did and you waste it though? We had a good time. <laughs> we well, wore comfy pants. <laughs> <laughs> For the whole decade. Well, most of it. Most of it was a while. It was a few weeks there. I know, I know what you're saying, but the, the point is like, what what would you have listened to, I guess, from your dad that changed that, that would have changed that? Led Zeppelin. Right. No. Um, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Good question. I, it's not It's not what I would, yeah, I don't know what I would have listened to from my dad. I guess I'm just trying to get him to do, like, not go through the kind yeah. of pain aspects Absolutely. of what I went through yeah. to get where he's going to get. Yeah. Like if, my, you know, it feels like giving him the advice of do the opposite, what do I do, might shortcut him yeah. to not go through all those stressful times where you go, what the fuck yeah. am I doing? What What's the point of all this kind of- But he could just say, are you unhappy with your life? And you'll probably go, nah, and you'll be but like, that's cool. what I mean. But I'm not telling him. <laughs> no, I'm telling I know. him that of I course. didn't do it. <laughs> no. I'm not telling him that I did oh, I'm, not I'm not telling, telling him <laughs> happy with your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling him that the advice that I'm yeah, giving right, is right, the right. opposite of what I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know. know. No, I, I, okay, I understand. So in, in some ways you asked you because <laughs> even <laughs> if you're not telling him, it's still coming out of your mouth and you did those things. So it's tainted oh, it's with always, the fact that you didn't do those things. I get it's hypocritical. Tell me something's tainted, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to hear that from you. Back to the oysters again. I, um, I kind of agree with Owen, to be perfectly honest. So I I think, and this is my personal opinion, nothing more, but I think that, you know, if that, and I know that's kind of a bit off topic from the, the bigger question at play, but I think that, you know, it's, is there any point in, in doing your 11 and 12? Oh, you know, you get the oh. apprenticeship done four years. He's, he's finished by the time he's, 20 and he's on good coin and you know well, I, if I, he wants to go back and go to uni there's so many different options of getting mm -hmm. back there now like 11 and 12 is not the be all and end all by any stretch of the imagination i don't think it ever really was mm. so that's just my two cents on that so. i agree with that and yeah. there's logic in that yeah but i also just feel that like this desire to be a tradie <laughs> has been is about three months old yeah right Right, well, don't we need to see for how long these legs are before we start mm. making big life decisions about them? Yeah. What's his um, 
just a question around resilience and uh, <laughs> great question. And also, yeah, it, um, yeah. <laughs> what's it going to be, Wiggins? If it's not, the, I, I've got a question around his, resilience. At, at, is it going 16. to be how is his resilience? Well, <laughs> tell well tell us about his resilience at sixteen and how how will he? How do you feel he will go as a tradie? In yeah, as as currently constructed, I think technically <laughs> he'll be very good at being a tradie because he he's best subject uh, and he's really good at school academically, does really well in each subject. But the one he's like a savant in is woodwork. Mm. Like he finished his assignments like in the first third of the year and has had nothing to do for the rest of the year because he did the whole year's work in the first. Mm. Month and uh, term and a half. Wow. Um, a wood so savant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the <it's>, say. <laughs> a wood the, the wood savant is like yeah. he's good wood humbly. So <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> as so, if that's not his fucking business name, Wood Savant Proprietary Limited. But he I wants like to be good a wood hunting. I think that's pretty good. He wants to be an electrician. <laughs> But no, he, um, tell him we've decided for him. We've got a, a title for a title for his company. Exactly. That's what he needs to follow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an electrician. What's your company Have you ever name? Seen anyone make a table in three minutes? <laughs> wood savant. He's still a, he's still an electrician. He's just called the wood savant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you like apple wood chairs? <laughs> right. How about them apple wood chairs? <laughs> be good for be interesting SEO on his to get people to his website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> Technically, I think he'd be fine. Socially, the you know, the dealing with customers, dealing with clients, dealing with other people. Mm. I think he's got a bit to go in terms of being confident and outgoing and, dare I say, pleasant <laughs> enough yeah. to to um. You know, potentially not. And is that an experience you're going to get in the year 11 and 12 at school, though? Like, or is that something you're going to get? Like, and I know I'm not saying that, you know, that's necessarily the be all and end all, but just oh. from a, say, are you suggesting that maybe he needs to work in another industry or something in order to develop those skills? And well, then, yeah, like possibly. retail? Sort of, yes. Like retail or, or hospitality? Yeah. Or hospitality. Like, you know, and that's where you can. And that look, like, yes. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think that combined just with two extra years of you know, being alive and mm. and <laughs> it's a big two years is a big change in maturity. Yeah, well, yeah. that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. I don't think you, I go back to the original question. You can't tell anyone what to do. You can't t- expect others to learn from your. I quote unquote mistakes. That's the thing. You can tell people all you want. Yes, you but can. But you help. can't expect them to listen to you. <laughs> listen. That's right. right. How would you answer the question, Ben? I over this last twelve months I've learned that asking more questions is better than telling more things. Mm. So I don't I don't really know, to be honest. Um I think I would probably seek to understand why they were making those decisions, like what their reasoning was. Mm. Yeah, just trying to seek to understand, I think. Can we have a bit of a shout-out to these new listeners? Yeah, shout them out. Absolutely. So shout-out to Jess 
and a shout out to Pranay. Hey, nice one. Thank yeah. you for being new listeners. I, I, I've thought I got a bit of a shock that we had new listeners, to be yeah. perfectly honest. But I thought, you know, uh, it might be difficult for new people to engage with this podcast. Um, and neither maybe, of them are parents. Huh. Well, there you go. All right. Maybe it's just our soothing dad sounds that are, but well, what very some ambulance and just sending <laughs> you know what we have the, the fact that ASMR. after our initial run in has been very sporadic hmm. uh release of episodes coupled with the fact that we tend to spend a, a lot longer talking about things like ham <laughs> and lawns and so on than people might <laughs> reasonably expect um, it's completely reasonable if I don't know <laughs> Yeah, and in fact, I'm yeah. appalled by this episode's yeah. lack of fan. Oh, lack of fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, you know, that's the Christmas gear that we get. Yeah. Like, it's coming up. Coming. I think yeah. I think we talked about the Poseidon adventure for longer than you might expect one episode. <laughs> so that these are the reasons why I get shocked that we've got new listeners, essentially, is what I'm saying. <laughs> the um, but thank you for your question. And anyone else who's got a question, please keep them coming. Whether you be a new or old listener, we're here and we're ready to take your call. <laughs> um, uh, dads, the hand bent Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I um, I kind of expected to leave this episode feeling like being a bit told that I was a bit of an asshole, but you've validated all my behaviour. Yeah, I'm 100 happy about that. Yeah. Well, that's what we're here for. I don't think I'm happy about that. <laughs> that's fine. Unless we, what we've leave. come to the conclusion is that all dads are assholes. I, I don't think we We have not come to that conclusion. <laughs> not in any way, shape or form. Some dads are assholes. Another great question for the listeners. <laughs> are all dads assholes? <laughs> this is a prerequisite to fatherhood. There is, def- there is a segment, there is a percentage of assholishness. Inbuilt in being a dad, I think as soon as you find out you're a dad, it's like a, it's, yeah, it's like having your belly button tied. It's like as soon as the baby comes out, they have their their belly button snipped, it gets tied up, and you get punched in the back of the head with a chip <laughs> that's got a little bit of asshole in it. Oh, and across across this <laughs> and every other podcast we've done, we do have a habit of you know doing kind of content meetings on air. So, mm. here's an idea yeah. of what we could maybe do <laughs> for an episode. Indeed. But we could maybe split down the middle, two dads on one side, two dads on the other, and have like a structured debate. Mm. Our dad's assholes. All right. Um, I like something it. to think about. Anyway, um, assuming that we do another episode between now and Christmas because- you know, we, we're all just waiting for the hand challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I also have fun. <laughs> Rich, as you, as you guys Rich. all know, I also have issues with pre-work. So uh, that's true. <laughs> very finally, very finally, Rich. Rich. Yeah. We are, uh, you know, early to mid-October at the moment. It's the hand bent countdown. When's the first ham of Christmas plant? <laughs> The first time of Christmas. Yeah. What do you mean? That's why they were late back on the <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> Had to pick up three hams on the way back from Melbourne. No, we just shot a pig on the side of the road. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I think. Well, I think. Look, the Christmas tree goes up, the handbag comes out. That's the. <laughs> that's the rule. Oh yes. Thank you, Ellis. Dan. 
Oh, no, no. More You're not going anywhere, Buckle. Ellis, have you, Ellis, have you bought a gun? <laughs> what? Or a no, pig no. knife? Do you have a pig knife? Pig knife. <laughs> Can we have a weapon? Can we have a weapons? There, there we go. More content. Uh, can we have a weapons episode? <laughs> what are you talking about, Wiggins? Who's scratching their backs with knives? Ellis is shooting pigs. I've got a bow. I don't have a. I don't have a gun. Where do you shoot your bow, Bella? That's next week. No, no, no. Sizzle that. <laughs> Sizzle. <laughs> you need to cut right there, Muffin. Where do you shoot your bow? Cut. Did <laughs> it. This is an Angry Chimp podcast.